Hey guys, I'm Cordy. I'm Bay Bay. I'm Carson. And I'm Leah. And you're listening to In the Know. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about all things Grammy nominations, um, SAG after strike ending, uh, Keith Lee, and even more. Okay, guys, so the Grammy nominations came out um, for 2024, like, I think a couple days ago, like, something like that. And um, let's just say some of them I already know. Like, Taylor Swift is obviously probably going to win any category she's put in. Let's be real. Let's be real. And so uh, the record of the year nominees are Billie Eilish for What Was I Made For? Uh, Boy Genius, which I'm actually excited about. Yes! John Batiste with his song Worship. Miley Cyrus Flowers, which I'm sorry, I don't know how that ended up in there. Olivia (laughs) Rodrigo, Vampire, SZA, Kill Bill, Taylor Swift, Antihero, and Victoria Monet on my mama. Yes! Congrats, people! (laughs) Congrats! Um... The only issue I have uh, on this list is probably the Miley Cyrus song. Sorry, it was not a fan, but whatever. Yeah, that that song. It wasn't like it was like too. Um, it was too uh, radio. It was yeah. too industry. I was like, come on, Miley. I feel like any of her songs from her Hannah Montana era would have been better. Were better, song. yeah. <laughs> I agree, but it's okay. You didn't hear that from me. Okay, and then album of the year also, it's like, well, okay, we have Lana Del Rey in here, which is pretty lit. Um, so we have Boy Genius with the record, um, Janelle Mon- Monet, Mon- Monet, something, Age of Pleasure, never heard of her, so I don't know. This is not the thing with the Grammys. Who picks who gets nominated? I just don't understand. It's not like it's a voting thing. Like, have these people I've never heard of, and I'm like, how do you end up... Wait, I think I feel like you spot. do. You do know Janelle Monae. You do. You definitely uh, do. But not for like her music. Yes. Okay. She's an um, actress. Yes. Or she, she like she does both. She was in Hidden Figures, and she was in the newest like Knives Out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do not know her oh, for her music. Interesting. Yes, I recognize the name, but I wasn't. Interesting. Like Anyways, um. See, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess the pe- I'm just like, yeah. Anyways, um, and then the John Batiste guy for World of Music Radio, Lana Del Rey, um, with her. Do you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? It's oh. a really long album name, Lana, but okay. <laughs> Miley Cyrus <laughs> with Endless Summer Vacation, uh, Olivia Rodrigo with Guts. So I really hope she wins, but. We all know Taylor Swift with Midnight's is going to win. Taylor's going to win. And that's... Okay, let me say something. I'm a huge Swifty. Mm-hmm. I love Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift so much. <laughs> I'm going to the Eras tour. Exactly. But it, it is kind of sad that, like, a lot of these newer artists or younger artists, like, never win album of the year because they're in the same category as Taylor Swift mm-hmm. when their yeah. albums are literally so good too and it's like taylor obviously just des- deserves it because she's incredible but like i feel bad because like i don't know i know i get it i, I feel bad anyway 
<laughs> and then, last but not least, SZA with SOS. Which okay. I would want that to win, too, but it's probably not. Oh, that album's so good. <laughs> A lot of these songs are from Barbie, actually. The song of the year, we have two from Barbie. We have Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For? And then Dua Lipa, Dance the Night Away, or whatever. I love Dance that song. Night away. Yes. Dance. <laughs> And then we have a lot of this John Batiste guy. I don't. Who is this? I don't know either. I have no clue. That's what I'm saying. Like who? Who is this man with this song "Butterfly"? Lana Del Rey, A N W, Miley Cyrus, "Flowers" again, and then Olivia Rodrigo with "Vampire," and then SZA, "Kill Bill," and then Taylor Swift, "Antihero." Okay. So it's a pretty solid list. And then who is that guy? Sorry, I'm just thinking about that. Yeah, like who is I'm like, that? I'm looking at him and I feel like I've never heard his I've music. never yeah, I don't know who this is. Like, I don't know this man. Like, who are you? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I've never heard his music. Okay, but good for him, I guess. Right. And then like this is like probably the last category anybody really cares about. Best new artist. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> yes. We have Coco Jones, Gracie Abrams, Fred again, I Spice, Jelly Roll, Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, and the Warren Trudy. I so I hope Noah Khan wins. I hope so too, but I have a feeling I Spice I is spice. gonna win. It's yeah. probably gonna be I Spice, but I want Noah Khan to win. Or Jelly Roll. For some odd reason, people really like Jelly Roll. I, I don't know why people like Jelly Roll. I don't like Jelly Roll. No, <laughs> no offense, Jelly Roll. No offense. I, get, I, I don't get the hype Jelly either. Jelly Roll is not my cup of tea, and I like country music. I get it. I totally understand. I genuinely don't. Under, I don't get it. <laughs> um. Oh, but also we have Jack Antonoff is also nominated for a um. Grammy of producer of the year, so then he's gonna get it. So. Yeah, he better get it. He better get it. <laughs> he, he produces anybody and everybody. He better get it because Metro Boomin is also nominated for producer of the year, which he might also probably get it. But Jack Antonoff yeah. has a better because he works with Taylor, so he works with everybody and everyone. You're right. I just don't he understand. He never has free time. I'm sure. Yeah, right, he had free time for his wedding. Um, <laughs> for and... his wedding, and that's it. <laughs> that's literally true. And then, best pop solo performance: Billie Eilish. What was I made for? That's nominated for a lot, so she better win at least for one of them. And then, yeah, I love that song. I love it too. And then <laughs> our favorite Doja Cat with "Paint the Town Red." Oh, oh my god. <laughs> And then again, Miley Cyrus, Flowers, Olivia Rodrigo with Vampire, and then Taylor Swift with Anti Hero. <laughs> okay. But we all know Taylor's going to win. Anyways. Yeah, I was like, if the um, VMAs were any indicator, um, right? Then this year has been her year. So. It definitely has. And it will continue, honestly. Because the way everything's been received with her tour. It's still ongoing right now. Mm -hmm. People are here for it, which, I mean, I am too. Who is it? And then another category people might care about is Best Pop Vocal Album. Yeah. Ed Sheeran is on this list. Yes! And he better win! He better (laughs) win! I agree. Honestly, I agree. Okay, my mom is Ed Sheeran's biggest fan. I love Ed Sheeran. All she does is talk about his new album. Like, I'm <laughs> not kidding. My mom talks about, she's like, 
it's so beautiful. It's about the grief he feels for his friend. And, like, she literally listens to it all the time. And she talks about it all the time. Like, if, if Ed Sheeran doesn't win, I fear that there's going to be a breakdown. And it's <laughs> had by my mom. Like, I fear. And then that was that was me with the Divide album. That like oh, that that album yeah. changed oh, my life. Oh my gosh! I People hate on him, but his music is so good, and he's such a good person. I literally love Ed. My no, fave Ginger. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> know your audience. <laughs> <laughs> I looking at the best pop vocal album. Why did I not know that Kelly Clarkson had a new album? That's what, oh, that's I was what about I'm to saying. Say. When did she have a new album? I thought she's been too busy with her new her, talk show. Yes, her show. It takes up a lot of her time. But like, why Why did I not know it? I love Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I don't think I knew that either. That, I was about to say that. I was like, I've never, I didn't know she had a new album. But like, she she like slaps. So I bet it's really good. I guess. She is so good. Uh, you know, like the Kelly, like, People on TikTok talk about the Kelly Clarkson effect. Yeah, like the song is safe, and then Kelly Clarkson covers it. And yes, it's Kelly's yes. Song. yes, and that's so real. I it love really Kelly is. Clarkson. Someone from our school is gonna be on the Kelly Clarkson show Wednesday, so y'all keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, <gasps> on queen. Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday. <gasps> what? What? Harley Walker's gonna be on. That's crazy. Oh, queen. Anyway, y'all keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> Um, um, my eyes will be nice and like wide open. Same. Yeah. Anyway, for what? Uh, Harley's like an advocate for LGBTQ rights, and oh, okay, she okay, went okay. on and like, I don't know what she talked about because obviously the interview's not been out yet. But I think she talked about like testifying in front of the Senate and stuff because she's the youngest person to testify in front of the Senate. Wow. Okay. Whoa. So yeah, slay tastic. Yay, yay, oh my, Harley. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> That's so cool. Anywho, and then our top three favorite that the Grammys loves this year is also on the best pop vocal album is Miley Cyrus with Endless Cruel Summer Vacation or Endless Summer Vacation. I don't know why I said cruel. I haven't listened to her <laughs> in like a long time. Yeah, me either. I didn't I listen to her. I did listen to like a duet she did with Dolly Parton not too long ago because obviously that ate, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember that. And then Olivia Rodrigo with Guts, and then Taylor Swift with Midnight's. 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 <laughs> and then... Okay. 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 Uh-oh. Hold on. So, there was a... Um, I saw something. Here it is. Best rock song. L- listen, just just hold on. Let, let me read out the nominees. We have Boy Genius, Not Strong Enough, Foo Fighters, Rescued, Olivia Rodrigo with Ballad of a Homeschool Girl. For rock? Yes. And then we have Queen of the Stone Age, Emotion Sickness, and the Rolling Stones, Angry. So if you had to look at that list and pick out the outlier, I would say it would be Olivia. I would Mm -hmm. not say that that's like a rock song. I mean, it's like pop rock and stuff but yeah like, it, it should not be in the rock category i think yeah. that's weird too i was like ah how did that I, slip i hope she thought that was weird too because that's that's not a rock album like i don't think so either if there were a if there was a pop rock category she would be that would make more sense but yeah exactly that doesn't make sense at least she's not in the best rock album, because then that would be <laughs> that would be weird. 
Uh, is it Starcatcher from Greta Van Fleet? Yes. 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 I'm and a Greta Paramore. Girl. So I'm going to be rooting for Greta Van Fleet. I love Paramore. Paramore. I love Paramore. I love Pen. I love Paramore. Mm. They do. Oh. I've been a Paramore oh. fan since I was like five. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I love Paramore. <sighs> but I actually really like a lot of the. Um, nominees for like the best alternative music performance because they have arctic monkeys on there boy genius lana del rey and paramore like that's such a good <laughs> that's a good lineup like come on are you kidding and then they have uh oh oh and then lana del rey is nominated for best alternative music album okay <gasps> yes lana okay and boy genius so that's good <gasps> that's good so they All have the- a lot of um chances to win which makes me really happy yes all the sad um all the sad alternative girls are very happy right now (laughs) and it'll be great and then um, um, let me see oh oh best rap performance we have drake and 21 savage with red flags (laughs) let's go (laughs) oh that's funny Oh, and then for best melodic rap performance, we have Doja Cat with that song that she made called Attention. It's like, look at me, look at me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see. I don't like that song. People were like, that's going to be like her breakthrough. And like, that's like so good. Yeah, I don't like that song. No, I don't like that song. Nobody. I mean, I care about rap, but I don't know if any of y'all do. Um. Oh, they have a best spoken word poetry album. I oh, saw that, that and I was like, "What?" Huh? I can assure you, I've never heard of any of these people. And there's a lot of fancy words, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> um, jazz performances. Jazz is dang. I'm best looking at jazz album. That's crazy. What? Crazy. Oh. Best musical theater album. <gasps> Which what are the what are the nominations? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Kimberly Akimbu, Parade, Shucked, Someone Like It. Shucked better win. Shucked better win. <laughs> I love Parade. I'm I love Parade, but Shucked better win. Nobody gets it like I get it. Like nobody gets shucked like I get shucked. Okay, continue. Who else is nominated? And then. The last one is Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber. Okay, of Sweeney Street. Todd's really good. Josh Gro- Groban eats. It's Sweeney Todd. So, like, he eats. Uh, Sweeney Todd might probably win. It I'm probably sure, will though. win, but Shucked, I'm Shucked. I'm a big Shucked enjoyer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> okay. And then this one caught my eye Best Country Solo Performance. Brandy Clark with Buried, Chris Stapleton, White House, Dolly Parton, The Last Thing on My Mind, Luke Combs with Fast Car, and then Tyler Childers with You're in uh, In Your Love. <gasps> Tyler Childers, Tyler Childers better win. I love I Tyler Childers. <laughs> I That's am Tyler Childers' best, biggest fan. Like, I'm not kidding. I am his number <laughs> one fan. I am his number one fan. I am up there. Literally, I was writing Hope <laughs> for the Lake today. What was I listening to? Tyler Childers. Exactly. I am Tyler Childers' biggest fan. I am seeing him in concert next year. <laughs> like, I love him. And in your love was such a moment. Do y'all know what happened when that got released? 
What? Okay, so when the music <laughs> video got released, it was a love story between two gay men. And everybody had a fit. Like, these country guys, like, had a fit. And he was like, it's just a love song. And the and the music video is portraying love. And, and everybody had a fit. And then now that it's nominated, boom, in their faces. Uh, right, in their faces. That song is so it. good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. I've been into the Grammys this year. Like, no doubt. <laughs> and it will be to watch Shucked win, Tyler Childers win, and Aaron win. <laughs> Of it. course. Point blank. Of course. Anyway, sorry, I get really passionate <laughs> about my country music. Because <laughs> it's like, he's not even like country, like, I mean, he is, he's bluegrass. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like indie bluegrass. Yes, and I love bluegrass, and I always have, like, growing up. And then that mm-hmm. crap pop country came out. Mm-mm. I was yeah. in my country anti. Yeah. And then I found Tyler Childers and Coulter Wall, and my life changed forever. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) But I'm just surprised Dolly Parton is still on this Grammy list. I think that's crazy. I love she's releasing music left and right. Her rock album's about to come out. Oh, Um, that's crazy. And I'm so excited. (laughs) She got in the Rock and Roll Hall Hall of Fame and she was like, I can't be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if I don't have a rock album. So she's coming out with a rock album. That is hilarious. I I love that one. She's so real. She's my favorite. May May, I have two really good things to tell you right now because in the best country song category, we do have Tyler uh, Childers with In Your Love. Period. Point blank. And also, for the best country album, we also have him in there with Rustlin' in the Rain. He better win for Rustlin' in the Rain. So, yes, there we go. He better, and also, he better win. He I, better win. He better but, win. See, the thing is, he's up against Zach Bryan. See, Zach Bryan's going to win. But, in both categories. Uh, so, there's some stiff competition there. That is stiff competition. Because, look, there's one thing that brings everybody in the entire Southeast together. And that is Zach Bryan. <laughs> yeah. Everyone that yeah. I've met, it's like, well, yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't mind Zach Bryan. I like Zach Bryan. Everyone. He brings everyone together. You're right. <laughs> You're so right. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> but also... Again with Tyler uh, Childers, he's also nominated for Best Americana Performance with Help oh. Me Make It Through the Night. Here we get. So, yeah. He's getting, the, go. he's getting what he deserves. He get, Hopefully, he, gets he will deserves. win something. He better. There is a bluegrass section. <gasps> Do you want me to read it out, Mimi? Uh, yeah. Okay, we have Billy <laughs> Strings. Me and Dad, and then Michael Cleveland, Loving of the Game, Mighty Polar, with Mighty Polar, uh, Molly Turtle, and the Golden Highway. That's a name. That is. Um, City of Gold, and then Sam Bush, Radio John, Songs of Hartford, and then Willie Nelson with his Bluegrass album. Yes, Willie Nelson! Yes! And then, honestly, I kind of think that covers it for stuff we probably would care Yeah. Unless y'all want to hear the best gospel performance song. <laughs> Not oh. me. <laughs> oh, the best gospel album? That's a thing they do now? What? I didn't know they had that. Like, a best gospel album. They have a best contemporary Christian music album. Oh. Wait, who's, oh, okay. who's nominated for that? Uh, Blessing Offer, My Tribe, The Truth, Emmanuel, Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle. I love Lauren. Legrit. 
Morgan's gonna win that. Yeah. Church for clothes, and then Phil Wickman, I believe. So yeah. Yeah. Did you did y'all see Chris Renzima's coming to Opelika? No. No. Yeah, he's gonna be at Opelika in a few months. The heck? Oh, oh, oh! Maybe, maybe. I think you would love to hear this. Hosier is going to be two hours away from He's where gonna we He's going to be are. a poem. We have yeah. to go. We have to go. go. <laughs> I have to be there. Leo, we're going together. We're going to chat about please, this tomorrow. Please, please. We're going to Pelham. I want to go so bad. Because I, I was a, I was supposed to go see him in Atlanta when he was at the amphitheater in yeah. like Marietta or whatever. Uh-huh. But I didn't, oh, I didn't get to go because... I just I was gonna go with somebody and then we did end up getting a ticket and then I was offered a ticket but I felt bad going uh, with the other person. Yeah. Anyway, no girl, but I will go. <laughs> I want to be there. I need to be there. If I miss out on Hosier being two hours away, I'm I'm gonna. Oh my! It's gonna God. be a miss. There's nothing I love more than that man. Besides me too. Like there's only a few things I love more than that man. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. <sighs> Yeah, I think that kind of covers it. Unless I y'all want me to read the best uh, music video nominees. No one quick. cares about music videos these days. But right, nobody really cares. So, <laughs> but I think Troy Sivan's new music video is nominated. So okay, that's fun. With uh, what's his face in it? We love Troy Sivan in this house. Exactly. And the Beatles are still being nominated, which is kind of wild. Well, for their Crazy. new song. Yeah. For their new so song, Now and Then. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I have no, you're wait. right. It's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, that just about covers it for the Grammys. <laughs> Grammys. For the Grammys. <laughs> but, yeah, it's exciting. Everybody go watch it. Yes. <laughs> What's next on our list? <laughs> Also, what's going around in the media, which comes out next weekend, so buy your tickets for this, too. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yes! On the 17th, or the 13th, excuse me. comes out the 13th. And no. Wait, the 13th of November? No, it, no, it comes out the 17th. Okay. It does? Okay. The 13th tomorrow. That's what I thought. Okay, well then, Google is a fat liar. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought it came out the 17th, but I guess Google's a bad liar. Anyways, so it's basically a it's a movie that's based on the Hunger Games series that happens before the actual Hunger Games. So it's like a prequel. Yeah. And it's about um, this girl uh, and oh, well, it's about President Snow, who is in the first original series. And it's about how he came about and how like his like his story arc happens. And then um Snow becomes, uh, like, is, like, mentoring Lucy Gray, which is a girl from District 12, which would remind you a lot of Katniss Everdeen, who is also from District 12. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so, yeah. And it's just, like, really exciting. I'm the. It's like they brought back the same director from the last movies, so it's like the cast is really good, except for... The girl who plays the main girl, Lucy, or no, yeah, Lucy Gray, Rachel Ziegler. <laughs> Boo! 
sorry. I don't. I do not. I have beef with that girl. She's the one that was supposed to be in Snow White and then went on the press tour and she talked bad about her movie the entire time, basically. So she ought to have been kicked off that a while ago. And then I figured out that she was going to be the main girl in this movie and I almost had to come apart. <laughs> come apart. Anyways. Wasn't she the girl in West Side Story? Yes, the new yes. one. Yes. Mm. But the cast like is pretty good because we have Peter Dinklage in this cast. We have Viola Davis. <gasps> oh yeah, I love Viola. I love Viola Davis. So like and we had we have Hunter Schaefer. So like the cast is good. There's is potential, guys. Hard. There is potential. <laughs> I'm but what so has me worried is that Rotten Tomatoes already gave it a 67%. Oh. Oh. We cannot trust Rotten Tomatoes. But I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes because it's usually the fans who know it yeah. best. So yeah. I've only seen the first Hunger Games movie. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see this one because I'm going to know what's happening. Because like it's like a prequel. <laughs> right. Wait, maybe like, you have to watch the other ones. I yeah. am so good. I love the Hunger Games. We, we need to have a movie night. I, we I should. Have a high-def movie night. And we like yes. watch all of them or something. Yes, because <laughs> I love the Hunger Games. Yeah, but actually, yeah, this is set 64 years before. 64 yeah. years is what? So yeah, that's... Yeah, Snow is old, it, dang. Snow is very old. <laughs> yeah, he, he an old hag. <laughs> no offense but i do not like that man <laughs> um yes this one is going to be the 10th hunger games and then like the first hunger games with jennifer lawrence was the 74th hunger games. Mm-hmm. so it's like the hunger games thing is recent okay that's yeah. gonna be interesting like because mm-hmm. there's gonna be people that are like have lived when there wasn't a hunger games exactly mm-hmm. Because the reason all the Hunger Games started in the first place, here's some lore, yeah. is that the districts tried to overthrow the capital. And the yep. capital was like, screw this. We're going to force y'all to participate in these silly little games because y'all wanted to act up. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. And now everybody from ages 12 to 18 has to be put in a reaping. So. Mm. But like. I'm 18. I like barely make the cutoff. Imagine like, be, like imagine putting yourself in that scenario where you had to stand up and you had to possibly be put in these. I things. volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I would pee myself. I would be like, I'm dead. Just kill me. Like that would be my strategy. Would just be I, like, just die off the bat. Like I saw this TikTok of this girl. She was like, things that I would have to have flown in if I was like in the Hunger Games. Stop. Aquaphor, selfie, yes, a speaker so I could play folklore as I walked through <laughs> the forest. And I was like, "Girl, what?" I was like, "You're gonna get killed if you have a JBL speaker playing folklore." Real, anyway. but she's so real for that. It would give me peace of mind. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, give me some peace of mind. But like, I don't think I would last very long in the Hunger Games. Mm-mm. Oh, me. Mm-mm. I'm not I'm an outdoorsy not person. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I would get a little too distracted. I'd be like, oh, this is so pretty and nice. I'd be like, oh, flowers. <laughs> Ooh. And then I'd end up probably eating something I'm not supposed to. Exactly. Not. I'd be like, oh, this looks <laughs> yummy. I would go a weird way, like a stupid, silly way. No, same. Or I, I would like, get drowned like, by accident. 
But yeah, I'm very excited. I am too. I'm excited for the Hunger Games Renaissance. Um, Yes. Because it's crazy because, like, those original movies came out in, like, 2012? Yeah. I think the last one came out, like, 2016, didn't it? That's crazy. That makes me feel old. That makes me feel so old. Because I'm pretty sure, like, we were all young when those movies came out. Like, we were, like, I was, like, seven, maybe. No. I don't know. But, yeah, it's crazy. I was six when the first one came out. Yeah, I was probably seven then. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's exciting. Um, I wonder how much money it's gonna make because, like, the first, the Hunger Games is very, like, a very successful franchise. It mm-hmm. is. I think it will do really good because the hype I, of it all. Yeah, I think it will too, and I think like a lot of the people who grew up on Hunger Games have kids now, so they're gonna take their yep. kids. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering if this means the end of the Hunger Games series. Like, do you think that they're gonna put out something? before or after you know like this i don't know i wonder if songbirds and snakes gonna be like the end i don't know it could be like instead of like the end like the start of the beginning and they do like a bunch of prequels true Mm. and they build it right like star wars like 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 star Star wars Wars. yeah Uh. like i'm just wondering if um People might like this one so much they're gonna do a second one, but you never know because they usually have to write a book before. Yeah, that means exactly. That yeah. Suzanne would have to write another book, right? And who knows if she has something in the works? Exactly. And then like, like the book came out. I'm pretty sure in like 2018. So this yeah, this book has been out for a, a while, bit. like five years. <laughs> mhm. Which is also crazy to think about. Yeah, that is true. Or no, that's a lie. It came out in 2020. So three years. But that's because so I remember crazy. hearing about it during the pandemic. Yeah. But it's like very exciting. I just I just really hope that they keep the integrity throughout the movie. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I yeah. hope like I don't watch it and wanna throw my shoe at the screen, but yeah. I, I think it will be good. I'm I excited. hate when they change everything. I, I think that- same but I, I think it will be fine i think it will be fine too yeah. oh, it's oh i'm just so excited but and i love like hearing everybody's theories so i'm on youtube like watching all this. <laughs> <sighs> i'm like mm, who's speculating <laughs> okay but yeah the book was released on may 19th of 2020 so like, yeah yeah crazy oh. okay that is but wild very exciting Susan okay. Collins. Yes. I love her. Okay, Cordy, do you want to take us to the Atlanta food scene? OMG, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so to start to start this story off, um, we're gonna talk about Keith Lee. And for our viewers at home or listeners, I guess, at home who may not know who he is, um, he's a TikToker who does food reviews, very honest food reviews. Uh-oh. Um, and I, I think the appeal to him is that he's honest, but he's also a kind, spirited person. Like that's just his vibe. His energy mm-hmm. is very sweet. But because he's so TikTok famous, um, whenever he does a review, his fans like will go to them 
and like if it's a good review they'll avoid it but i mean what no if it's a good review um they'll like go to it in like hordes and like out the door lines it's crazy but if it's a bad review like you like it's best to give up now you know um anyways so um he i think i believe he's either based out of las vegas or la i think it's las vegas because that's i have a different food scene but he's been doing this food tour and his food tour went to atlanta and he was doing it with like his family this is like a major thing he was doing it with his family not just his like wife and kids but like um his mom and like aunts and like things like that Anyways, so if anyone has ever eaten in Atlanta, the service is not always great, especially with these like <laughs> high-end fancy restaurants. Um, they usually have like strange rules and like specific things that you can and can't do. And like um, you can't change your order. You can't like ask for any extras yeah. after the waitress has put it in. Anyways, it's like very different from like small town vibes that we get over here or like yeah. bigger city rules um and so keith lee keith lee um is from las vegas and he comes there with his family and since he's like a well-known person you can't really like like he doesn't want to go in directly he sent his family in to like mm. you know scope it out and stuff like that because if he walks in they're gonna be nice to him because he's like technically a celebrity i guess like what would you consider influences celebrities yeah kind of well yeah he's, he's a he's a food food celeb yeah. yeah, like you should you should know his face. Anyways, right. And so a lot of the times his family would go in, and they were like they're not used to the Atlanta climate, um, food climate, and they would just have these all these rules or like be like, oh, we can't seat you. But specifically, there was this place called the Real Milk and Honey, um, and so they send Keith. Because they can't do DoorDash, um, which is what they he usually do. They don't do two-go orders, even though it's, like, on their website. It's, like, just not working that day, I guess. Anyways, he goes in, and they're like, oh, no, we're closed. Even though people are eating inside and, like, like and, like, Drama. there's, like, empty tables and stuff. They're like, oh, no, we're closed. And he's like, oh, okay. And then uh, Keith Lee comes in, and magically, they're open again. Um, so strange. So it was like, hmm, hmm, that's kind of strange. Anyways, and he talked about it on his like little TikTok, um, and his fans were like outraged at the fact that this place like refused to service him at first without knowing that it was him, and then magically was open. And but the weirdest thing is that he was respectful about it. He was very kind, and he wasn't like he's like, please don't attack this business. You know, it's just like my service was bad. Um, but the business the real milk and honey posted i think it was on their instagram they posted a video where um the person asked the ceo i guess the owner who was like oh did you see this video that keith lee posted and the owner was like who's keith lee um and that only outraged fans more it was very like drama heavy it was like how do you not know this man he's gonna make (laughs) or break your restaurant um anyways i think they got review bombed you know, which is where like mm-hmm. people who've never been to the restaurant just leave lots of like one star reviews. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, that was happened. I think that also happened in this other place called Old Lady Gang, where the line was it was like a <laughs> two hour. I know it was a funny name. Uh, it was like a really long wait, maybe like two hours, 
and the people in front of him had not gotten their food. They were wait and they were waiting in the car, their cars to get called in. And then Keith Lee is told or his family's told that they have to wait a two hour wait. And then he comes in and magically there's a table reserved. And he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, we're not gonna do this. You're gonna seat the people who are in line before me. Right. Um, and you're gonna give them their food. And then on and then they're like, Oh, okay. But then he didn't even end up leaving a review because he was like, um, this is sus. This is suspicious. This is weird. <laughs> right. Anyways. Um also Cardi B eventually like hopped on the train and was talking about the Atlanta food <laughs> scene and she was like, I was like, why is Cardi B responding? Hold up, hold up. <laughs> That's hilarious. And she was like, yeah, the Atlanta food scene is a little, they're a little strange. Um, they're a little, like, it's it's just very interesting. So I'm hoping that maybe, maybe there'll be a turn in the ways of Atlanta food businesses. But they were like, I don't know. Like, They've been like this forever. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But I was like, maybe, like, he didn't call them out, but I think he brought attention to it. And there was like, there was like a few restaurants that were really great. They got like nine star reviews from him. And their lines were oh, like out the good. door, and it's like it's like very heartwarming because some of these businesses are about to close, but it's also the yeah. fact that like these businesses reach out to him, yeah. to get reviews. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, hmm, something to think about. Um, yeah. Hoping for change, and I don't eat in Atlanta that often, but when I do, um, it's not great. Anyways, that was right. my little yeah. Keith Period. Lee story. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy though that really just shows how like the influence of the internet just like happens mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. it's like that's just like wild it's like people probably have never like some of those people that were like review bombing probably have never stepped foot in Atlanta yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean like never like, been driven through like, it crazy. you know yeah but I mean anything for your favorite supporter or favorite tiktoker I guess yeah. <laughs> but also, if they're being treated unfairly, it's also yeah pretty just. Yeah. But yep. yeah. Um, I'm trying to see on this article if there's anything I didn't talk about. No. Um, people are like mainly discussing if um. Okay. <clears throat> Should Lee and other social media food influencers, however, be held responsible for inadvertently causing harm to the business they review? Um, um, well, I mean, if you have good service, I feel like it's simple that yeah. it shouldn't, it's not really their fault that you were like bad, you that you suck, yeah, you know, yeah. That's true. That's, it's that's... like Undercover Boss, you know? Like, yeah. you've all seen that show, yes. like, Undercover Boss. I love that show. It's so funny just because, like, <laughs> clearly, like, there's just some people who just do not care. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, guys. You reflect the entire business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, if it's one server that's acting up, everybody's going to go down with them. Do you catch yeah. my drive? Yeah. <laughs> It's like everybody just needs to act right, and then maybe we wouldn't have issues. <laughs> we wouldn't have yeah. this issue, <laughs> right? <laughs> but gotta love Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do we want to move on to celebrity of the week? I guess so. Sure. 
I'll go first. Yes. My celebrity <laughs> of the week is Blake Lively. So if you don't know who Blake Lively is, she is an actress who appears in show or she, I guess, really rose to frame fame because of her um, series that she led called Gossip Girl. Yes. Which yes. I have never seen Gossip Girl. I just know she was in it. Maybe I should watch it, but eh, who knows? But she was also in movies like The Age of Adeline, Adeline, A Simple Favor, A Simple Favor, The Shallows, Green Lan- Lantern, and many more. And upcoming, an upcoming big movie, or it's supposed to be a big movie that she's going to be starring in as the lead character is a movie based off of a popular book talk book by the author named Colleen Hoover, Hoover called mm. It Ends With Us. <laughs> so there was some controversy when she first got this role in It Ends With Us because I guess the way that they're depicting the characters in the book is not how everyone wants it to be. But, you know, you just have to see it when it gets there. And I'm not <laughs> be a burden but my celebrity week for this reason is i do something called show choir and if you don't know what show choir is it's basically you sing and you dance you sing and you dance <laughs> yes you sing and you dance so you learn like six i guess probably like six to eight songs but you only dance in like five but you learn some songs and you then, sorry carson no you're good <laughs> And then you um, you have something called like choreography retreat, which is when you have a choreographer come in or your director choreographs your show and they come and choreograph your show. Well, Blake Lively, Blake Lively was actually in show choir in 2004. She was in Burbank NSYNC, which is just like a pretty large show choir in uh, California because there's like different areas of the country. Like you have California show choir, you have deep South show choir, you have new England show choir, and then you have like Midwest show choir. Mm -hmm. And like, we all have like different styles, but Blake Lively was in show choir, which I thought was pretty cool. I didn't know that until like last week. And then I was like, Oh, we just finished our choreography retreat. So let's talk about her being in show choir. But yes, there's also this school, which this is getting off of the topic of Blake Lively, but there's this school called Daniel Hand in Connecticut. And this year we're going, we're traveling to Boston, Massachusetts for our large yeah. competition. And we're going to a school called Andover. And last year, Daniel Hand won Andover and they are amazing. And I'm so excited to be competing against them. <laughs> but yes, so... Go see It Ends With Us on February 9th, 2024. <laughs> I don't know. We can all go see it, but yeah. if you can, go see it. <laughs> okay, that was it for Blake Lively. Period. Okay, so I've decided that I'm going to talk about Josh Hutcherson. Yes! <gasps> oh, that's good. That is yep. good. Not only... To tie into the Hunger Games, which he played Peter Malarkin, but uh-huh. also to tie in the recent events of the uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was which so good. I'm gonna watch me it. giggle. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> me neither. Which maybe I'm not qualified, but <laughs> You're I'm not qualified. I'm, 
I know nothing about Five Nights at Freddy's, but I know that it's an <laughs> internet meme and that it has made head waves around the YouTube scene back in like 2012 or whenever oh, that yeah. first game came out. And it went and it spread like wildfire. And I know Markiplier did a bunch of stuff with Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> Markiplier, I'm sorry, Leah. It makes <laughs> you look like Markiplier. I yeah, I mean that I as mean, a compliment. I know I love Markiplier. <laughs> Anyways. And so I know a lot of YouTubers, like, I probably even, like, Dan TDM, who was really big in, like, 2010, 2012, would, like, he probably played Five Nights at Freddy's. But, anywho, the reviews on Five Nights at Freddy's, I don't think, have actually been that great. It was a 30 on Rotten Tomatoes. What? And yeah. <laughs> a 5.5 on yeah. IMDB or whatever. And so that's... Yeah. Fun. No, the Rotten Tomatoes is, like... That's like the critics. I'm pretty sure the 30. percent I think it, it ha- is. Yeah, it has like an 87 percent with audience. Yes. So I genuinely think it's so funny because I honestly need to. I it says that the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is out on Peacock right now. Yes. And so yes. After that's this, where I watched I might, it. I might have to watch it because I need to get a good giggle. And some people really did like it, and I feel like I would like it. Yeah. Because it was good. I like little gaffes. Yeah, I would say it was different but. than what I expected it to be. I thought it would be more mm-hmm. like old, like old horror, like scream vibes, and it was not. Yeah, um, it was. It was like honestly, like a little wholesome. It was like a little cute. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that. But I love Josh Hutcherson. Uh, he is a timely classic. Like he's he was in Bridge to Terabithia. <laughs> you know what oh. I mean? Like. That's a core part of childhood right there. <laughs> um, and the Polar Express, which I actually didn't know about until just uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. Like the Polar Express? All right. Let me what look. He, the he might have been like Express. an extra. Oh, my God. He was the hero boy. Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. That's um, funny. It is really funny. And he was also in Jumanji. So, like... Round of applause for Josh Hutchinson. Round he's of making, applause. Making waves. Yes. He's got, um, okay, he's all my for you pages, edits of him. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. He, I love Peter Malark. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, I really hope we have somebody with the same energy in the new movie because if we don't, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> yes. But yeah, uh, that man is great. <laughs> he can never do no wrong. <laughs> also, yeah, he's had this girlfriend for a while. I don't know if they're still dating, but anyways, I think she's like a model. Mm. So good for him. Yes, go him, go him. They've been dating for almost a decade, so let's go. <laughs> Come on. But there was also some like controversy with this girlfriend because right around when like the Hunger Games was coming out, he was still dating this girl. And people were saying some really mean things about this girlfriend because Josh wouldn't break up with her to get with Jennifer. What? Lawrence. So there was some controversy there, but it's okay. I, they're, they've been strong over a decade now, so I think they're pretty good. But that 
That's crazy. That is and he's from Spain. Anyways, but yeah. Also, why has he not put a ring on this girl's finger? Have you been dating for a decade? A decade is saying. wild. Come on! I cannot wait ten years. I'd no, like, I no, would. I would. I would honestly give him an ultimatum. And be like, same. I'd be like, so why aren't we married yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know some Come people on. ultimatum antis, but like, when you're married, that like you're not married, but when you're together that long, like. Marriage has to be a conversation. Right, right. So, Josh, maybe you can do wrong. (laughs) Put a ring on your finger. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, um, love him. (laughs) I think that does it for my Josh Hutcherson segment. (laughs) Okay. Um, Oh. Oh. Courtney, you go, baby. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, My person is also an actor. Um, his name is, you might have heard of him, his name is Timothy Chalamet. Um, <laughs> woo, you woo, may have heard woo. of him, I don't know. My dune, my uh, Paul Atreides. Yes. <laughs> Carson yes. is the biggest dune fan on this planet. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, he was on, he was recently on, um, SNL, which is why I chose to talk about him. I think the main reason he was hosting was because he has a movie coming out. I think it's December, um, Willy Wonka, or is it, I think it's just called Wonka, but it's about Willy Wonka. Um, and I just wanted to talk about his SNL performance because it was beautiful. It was so good. Um, he hosted back in 2021. I think. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, he did, didn't yeah. he? Uh huh. And so they actually referenced a lot of the skits he did previously on it, which I thought was hilarious. Um, it's so good. There was this. It was like people thought there's this one skit where he was like this rapper. Uh-huh. Um, it skit. With sorry. Yes, that one. <laughs> yes. yes. I was doing that the other day. You never love, love me, ma. <laughs> That skit was, was like everything. Yes, it they referenced everything. that. He was like, um, yeah, it was like in the future and like he had new music out and stuff like that. <laughs> um, there clink, was also... Clink. Yes! Yes, clink, clink. It's so funny. <laughs> um, also in 2021, he did a song about a tiny horse. Yeah, um, there he is, my, my tiny, tiny horse. horse. He's extra tiny today. <laughs> um, and in this uh, version, there was a giant horse who uh, <laughs> hated humans, but then he became a tiny horse horse again, and you know you had the song again, um, which I thought was sweet. I just think he's he's a very funny person, um, which mm-hmm. I, you wouldn't expect. But and he has um, the I craziest think- digital footprint. The yes. Crazy. Yes. Then you know, <laughs> Little Timmy Tim. <laughs> yes. Six eight. Statistics. Yeah. Statistics. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just think he's silly, and I, the SNL episode was good. SNL is back on its feet, guys. It's not. It it's is. not sucking anymore. I get worried. <laughs> mm-hmm. When we, when the um, Elon Musk episode aired, that's when I was worried. I was like, oh, yeah. It, <laughs> yep. <laughs> exactly. I was like, yes. how can they let this slide past production? Mm. <laughs> Come on. Anyways, good job for Timothy. Um, yes. That's kind of it for my Celebrity of the Week. <laughs> okay, my Celebrity of the Week 
So I have two brief and short celebrity of the weeks. Um, and they're both football players. So my Woo! first one is Sam Hartman. Um, Sam Hartman plays for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Yeah. <laughs> and he has gained quite the attention on social media for being attractive. But <laughs> there are just some things. Some people think he needs to be benched. Um, oh. it, it's like this whole thing. Notre Dame, from my knowledge, is not having a good year. Oh, no. Oh. They are not having too hot of a year, I don't think. Um, let's see. Let's see. Yeah. They, um, well, I mean, let's see. <laughs> Oh, they've only had three losses. Never mind. Then my okay, Hartman's eating it up. <laughs> then, then whatever, whatever article I was reading was wrong. Okay, they're having an okay year. They've lost three games, and Hartman's eating it up. Um, so yeah, that's fun. Um, but he's like gained a lot of attention recently, uh, just for being him, for being good, for being attractive. I think he's a fifth year. Okay. Um, he also used to play for Wake Forest. Um, okay. And that, that's a whole thing with a transfer portal. But oh. my next celebrity of the week is the one, the only Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, we, we've talked about this briefly on the last episodes because it is probably, if not, the biggest thing in pop culture right now is the Taylor yes. Swift-Travis Kelsey relationship that's happening. And mm-hmm. last night... Taylor Swift was performing in Argentina. Yes. Wasn't that the show? Yes. She's in Argentina. And Kelsey, you know, is in the little tent with Chris Olsen, by the way. <laughs> and he's in the tent. And he has a little sign. Hold up. <laughs> I have to just pull up the picture. Okay. He has a little sign that ah, he's so cute <laughs> Hold on. um what did his sign say okay so he had a heart hand he made a little heart hand didn't he say like what did the sign say i can't even remember it said we will stay oh we will stay yes that's so cute he's so cute and then okay the surprise song was in game and everybody's mm-hmm. in game like their song and then the, the top of what happened last night. Taylor Swift is singing Karma, which is the last song in the set list. She's getting on it. She's singing Karma. She goes, so the lyric normally is, Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. In reference to her old boyfriend, her ex, Joe Alwyn, right? Uh, a uh, movie star. Yeah. Boo, I want to say lyrics. star. No, he. I yeah. wouldn't say star. Sorry, Joe. I would. Um, I wouldn't say movie star, but he was whatever. Then, she changed the lyrics last night to, "Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me." That <laughs> is probably the boldest thing that woman has done in a very long time. Yep, I would say. I yep. would say that's probably one of the boldest things she's ever done. And he was just blushing. And then after the show, she ran up to him in the tent, <gasps> jumped in his arms, and gave him a hug and a kiss. And I am just in shock. This man, Travis Kelsey, my celebrity of the week, 
He is living the life. Yep. <laughs> I need his manifestation like, technique. Everybody's hating because they're like, I just want to watch football without seeing Taylor Swift's face. Okay. Um, no, you don't. Suck it. <laughs> because the NFL is getting more viewers now than they ever have. The yep. NFL is eating this up. That's why all these people, all these little camera people are getting Taylor Swift in their little shot. Because yep. their views are up. And look, I'm just saying, this is making so many people interested in football now. So I say that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship is, it's a win-win for all parties. Mm-hmm. Yep. They make anyway. me kick my feet and giggle and twirl my hair. No, um, lit rally. So okay, that um next topic, it's very short. The actor strike is done. Yippee. They finally reached a settlement after almost four months. Um, so the writer strike started was the first one to start and it was the first one to end, but it was like really long. And that's why we have SNL back because the writer strike ended. And now the actor strike is back, which means all of our TV shows are going to be finally Woo! putting things out, which Yay. is so exciting. Carson Dune is going to be released yes. soon because yes. of this ending. And it's just, it's pretty good. The settlement was, I don't know if it was like truly what they asked for, but it was higher minimum wages for actors as well as like streaming services giving revenue to actors. Yeah. Because a lot of actors weren't receiving any money, even though people were streaming shows that they were in on yeah. Netflix. Like Kirk from Gilmore Girls, he he has never seen a check from Netflix. So yeah. that's wild. It's wild. So hopefully now, because of this settlement, they should be. And I'm hoping that it all works out because actors being on strike put so many people out of work. So many things just bad, bad boo hiss. He said, I'm, just I'm, bad. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just excited that it's back up and running so yeah that's really it for the actor strike it's over yippee huzzah 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 um is there anything else do we want to talk about the mr beast rosanna pancino stuff i don't okay i don't really know that much about it all i know is that um rosanna was on Mr. Or she was she was on trisha paytas's podcast and trisha's been like spilling tea about like things and like yeah. just discussing and th- bringing things to the surface, and Rosanna was talking about how she was in a Mister Beast episode. I think it was like a hide and seek episode, but she yeah, was edited was. out of the final product, and how like, like or it was- not seen in it. It was crazy. Well, no, it, I think it was more like she was she did better than Mister Beast edited yeah. the video mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. she actually ended up placing like third. But the video made it seem like the way he edited it, edited it, made it seem like he played, she placed like fifth. Yeah. And she was like mad. But the thing is, I understand her frustration, but it's also a Mr. Beast hide and seek video. It's really not that deep at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah, and then like I think it's just strange that he would do that to make himself look better. Yeah, me too. But I also agree with that. I don't know. It's about that's about the integrity of a person. It just like it just makes you like it makes you question Mr. Beast because everyone thinks Mr. Beast is such a good guy. Exactly. Right. Or that like he never really fibs his videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like it's like strange that he would do that. Mm-hmm. 
Womp womp. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of In the Know. Remember that you guys can always stay in the know with In the Know. Um, and thanks for listening, guys. Woo-hoo! Yeah, woo! Yeah.